Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Initially, we started in April 2021, so a little bit more than one year ago. This is the official um, uh, legal setup and, and official communication. But the Community Arts Network is a joint venture between two foundations, the Hilti Foundation and Porticus Foundation. Hi folks, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Payal and I am a traveller who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my Melting Pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures, whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this Melting Pot and enjoy the chats. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode. Um, Today, I'm in conversation with Anis Barnath. Anis is um, the co-founder of El Sistema Greece, and he's also the managing director of the Community Arts Network. Thank you so much for joining me today, Anis. And um, where are you? Today, I'm in Athens in Greece, where I am usually based, but I travel a lot, yes. Oh, okay, okay, great. Yes, I just wanted to establish where you were in terms of time difference and all of that. So, yeah, no, thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really looking forward to, to this conversation. Um, and, you know, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background uh, before we kind of start you know, getting deeper into the community arts network and everything else that you're involved in. So just a little background on you would be good. Sure. Um, it's difficult to know where to start, but I will start with my, with my birth. I am French by nationality, but my father is Tunisian. My mother is Danish. I have worked in the United States. I have worked in the United Kingdom. I have worked in France as well. So I consider myself as a citizen of the world, like literally citizen. I have um, several passports, which I am very grateful for. But I also realized that it's a privilege. And whatever I have done in my life was really to make people happy around me, because this is the education that I have received. Um, I am... Today based in Greece because I manage the El Sistema Greece organization, as you said, I've had the chance to work in the public sector as a young uh, uh, diplomat at the French embassy in the United States uh, in Washington, D.C. I worked also in a semi-private, semi-public um, company in France with the National Public Radio with a mission of interest, uh, of public interest, but also 
manage as a company, a private company. And I worked for the past seven years as a tour manager for classical music orchestras, traveling around the world with really this uh, business oriented um, uh, background. So I'm, I'm a little bit of uh, everything. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit of your melting pot today, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can hear that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's so exciting. And I mean, I can relate to, you know, when you say that you're a citizen of the world, because I feel exactly the same, um, you know, having lived in different parts of the world and also having, you know, uh, I mean, not hesitated to try um, uh, different uh, creative things in my life. And, you know, win or lose doesn't matter, but I think it's the experience. So, no, so I'm so happy um, to hear that. So, um, you know, I, I read, obviously, in your, um, in your CV that you have a master's degree in business law. Um, so from that, uh, moving into um, art and kind of, you know, using that as a tool for social inclusion, how did that journey actually come about? So I indeed have a master um, in law, but at the same time, the same as my nationalities, I have several aspects in my life. And because I'm always a kind of a, um, I want always more and more and more. So at the same time, I was doing my um, general studies. I was also learning music. My parents worked a lot when we were young with my brother and my sister, and they wanted to have us uh, in another place than home because they couldn't really um, take care of us because they were working. So the closest thing to our home was the music school. So my parents, they, they enrolled all of the children in the music school and what became as a kind of a um, hobby became really something fundamental for the three of us. And the three of us now, my brother, my sister and myself, we work in the classical music industry. So I was trained as a business law master degree student, but also at the same time, I had this creativity and this um, openness and this uh, um, uh, yeah this openness with the classical music where I learned who I am because I was able to interpret music and to be with friends and to make music together so all these kind of um, um, learnings mold me in who I am today so I, I was going to go into the corporate world and to the into the the law world but at some point I realized that what was a kind of a um, alternative activity the music was so important for me that I couldn't really not do something around the music and this is what drove me to all the music industry that I'm working with now. Okay, so what was your first um, sort of foray, uh, you know, in terms of your career within the music industry? What is the first thing that you actually did and how many years ago was that? Well, I was a teenager at the time. Um, at the music school, I had a lot of friends and I was playing the clarinet. And at some point, playing the clarinet alone is amazing. But when you play the clarinet with other clarinetists, it's like opening new horizons and this chamber music we created a quartet um, a clarinet quartet and 
as a young 16 years old uh, young musician, we were selling concerts to promoters in the area. So this was my first foot in the music industry. Um, and I learned sorry, how to- Where was this? Where was this? That was in, in the Southwest of France in a, in a town called Pau, where I was doing all my, my youth and, and young adult life which was an amazing time. I remember very, very fondly. Okay, interesting. So, so sorry, yeah, just go ahead, yeah. No, 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 so very, very young. I was doing what I liked, playing the music, but also I realized that there was something beyond the, the just the pleasure of exchanging with friends. And because we wanted to share with a lot of people around us, we started to sell content and we started to produce our own events our own productions with uh, with the public with an audience and it was quite successful and this was the first time i realized that maybe i could do something with the music and not only keep it as an as an activity and as, as an as an hobby uh, or yeah as a hobby yes yeah yes. yeah 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 okay interesting so um so how important do you think is art uh, and of course it could be any form of art you know art has a it's multidisciplinary right so how important is it um, to bring communities together and how important do you think it is um you know like acting as a catalyst for change that's a very good question i i take my own personal example for me it creates a new community. And it's, uh, I was telling you about my different nationalities. I think art and music in particular is another passport of mine because wherever I go, wherever I travel, wherever I am with people, I can relate because it's a, it's a universal language. It's a cliche to say that, but it it is true. I can bring my clarinet, I can bring my own voice, I can sing with people and immediately I will feel a sense of belonging with the people that I am there. I can not share the same language, not the same religion, not the same color of skin. No, I can be very, very different. But through the music, I will really find my own people. And this is something that I have seen for myself. It's relating to me. But I have also seen in the different organizations that I'm working with now that it is really something of a catalyst of change because you are not speaking about yourself, but you are trying to blend into the other uh, group and at the same time you're bringing your own personality so it's really about developing your own self in the frame of a group and this is for me something that is uh, that is constant it can be music it can be theater it can be dance it can be clowns it can be any kind of um, of oh. art form i really believe that there is a transformative power of the arts and there are lots of uh, academic studies that are justifying this. So it's not only my own perception, but it's really something that has been proven all, all, um, all by, by many scientists and many um, uh, yeah, scientific papers that this is something that is very important for us. I would say that art is a vital element of our, of our own. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So is that what kind of uh, got you into the community arts network? I mean, if you could if you could talk a little bit about that uh, with, uh, you know, with my listeners to and the viewers to kind of get an idea of what exactly is the vision of what is community arts network to start with? Um, and what does it you know what who are the members how do you get involved what kind of an impact does it have uh, on the community at large um i think would be interesting even for me to understand so the committee arts network is a network of um artists of course of art institutions business leaders policymakers, youth activists um, it can be really whoever is interested in arts as a catalyst for social change, which means that art is not seen as a mere decoration, something that is uh, for the art of this, the sake of the art, which is very, very fine. And, and of course, we like that a lot, but we use or we apply more. We apply the arts um, as a fundamental tool to make a change in our societies. The example that I was telling you for myself when I was a young a boy in, in Pau in France is really the same where I see everywhere in the world now. And the network gathers thousands of organizations and people that all believe that we should use arts more effectively in our society as a fabric in, in our own uh, creation of the, of, of the community. So, the Community Arts Network is this big network, and we are doing two things. The first one is enabling the sector to be visible, to be more connected, because we feel that we are so isolated today, even though we have all these means of communications. And today I'm speaking with you from a different country, and it's amazing to be able to do that. But still, if you want to do the work on the ground with all these organizations, they need to feel the support. And the support is that I will take the example of my own organizations here in Greece. We are so focused on what we are doing every day on the ground that we don't have the time or we don't have the resources to see that some other programs in South America, for example, is actually doing the same thing. And we could learn from them because they have made mistakes that we should or we could avoid. So the network is about sharing knowledge, is about sharing good practices is about making your horizon a little bit wider than you are already thinking that it is. So we enable, we, cre we create collaborations, we create um, uh, synergies, we facilitate connections around the world. And for this, it's an amazing um, adventure every day because we are really having a blank page every day and we are creating something new. So the first one is, is about the enabling. The second thing that I think for me is very important as managing director of the Community Arts Network is the advocacy. How you can convince the decision makers, the power tables, the business leaders that, again, arts should not be seen as something aside, but something that is integrated in policies, is integrated in, in, our, in our usual world. And if you are invited to the such platforms as the United Nations or the World Economic Forum or any kind of big conference where at the Wellbeing Summit a couple of days ago, where 
art was really at the center of everything. And we said that art participate in well-being. People know intuitively about this, but by having examples, by having reports, impact studies and everything, then they see that it is really something important. So these are the two aspects that we do at the Community Arts Network. Members, anyone that trusts and believes in the power of the arts, the transformative power of the arts for social change, is invited to join the Community Arts Network. And of course, the more we are, the merrier it is and the happier we are, because then we develop the connectivities between all the different members. We have different features on our website where you can have the matchmaker. We say a little bit uh, funny that we are the Tinder of the arts. So we really collaborate and we create uh, couples or, or, or more people collaborating together, which is quite interesting. And um, how you can be involved is really by sharing whatever you're doing on the ground that should be known by more people. So we are this kind of platforms and we are disseminating the information. And this is for us very important because most of the time we are having an impact, all of us in this community arts network, but the impact is limited because of our own field, our own terrain, our own communities. What we are um, offering is a kind of a megaphone to the world so that whatever information you think is relevant and valid and important, we are happy to just, we're just happy to disseminate around the world. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, that's interesting. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Pio, on this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So it's also... Um, I guess, um, you know, different ideas uh, that get exchanged and then in a collaborative way, uh, there can be, um, can be, you know, things that develop, which uh, you alone in your um, small network or wherever you live, you think that you've made an impact. So what you're saying is in this way, it's a bigger impact because 
um, it's, you know, reaching out to a lot more people. And there are so many people across the globe who are within the art space itself, who are doing so many different, unique, interesting uh, things which, you know, uh, someone sitting in one corner of the world may not be aware of. So, no, so I think it's it's an integrator as well, which is, um, which is quite interesting. So um, what are some of the, like, you know, over the, and when, uh, actually, when was the Community Arts Network actually set up? Um, and in which, where, where did the concept originate from? Which country? So it's it's um, it's again a good question because we are a very young organization. Officially, we started in April 2021, so a little bit more than one year ago. This is the official um, uh, legal setup and, and official communication. But the Community Arts Network is a joint venture between two foundations, the Hilti Foundation and Porticus Foundation. And both foundations realized after a study um, targeting 325 actors in community arts network that the community arts network didn't exist as a network, but existed as a community. And how you can bring all of this together, this was the starting point of the, of the, of the study. The study happened in 2017 by the two foundations, and it showed two things. One, we need more connections, so we need this network to exist. And two, all the grassroots organizations that were part of this study said that they would need some more funding or funding opportunities. So this is the two things that we are really targeting now as Community Arts Network. This is the offering that we have. I'm saying that we are a young organization, but at the same time, we're a very old organization because both foundations, the Hilti Foundation and Porticus Foundation, in the case of Porticus Foundation, for example, the foundation belongs to a group that started in 1741. So all these activities and all these projects that have been funded, the charities and, and all this uh, marvelous work that has been doing everywhere in the world started actually more than 250 years ago. So we are both very young and very, very old at the same time. And we are capitalizing on all these projects that have been funded by the foundations for so many years. So this is why we are a new, we're a newcomer in the field, but at the same time, we're already quite experienced. Yeah, there's a legacy <laughs> that you- Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so any one or two, um, you know, visible, uh, change or impact uh, that you have seen as the MD of the Community Arts Network that, you know, you, you'd like to share? Anything that has actually, you know, where you've sat up and said, yes, this particular project has created a social impact and has made a difference. Um, anything that sort of comes to mind that you would like to highlight? Uh, yes, I mean, I have, as you can imagine, I have thousands of examples, but I will tell you two examples, one that is on the local um, uh, sphere and one that is really global um, so that you can see also the impact that the community arts network can have. 
Um, for the local example, I will take my own case as El Sistema Greece. El Sistema Greece is a free music education program for refugees, migrants, and Greeks who believes in this social integration through music. And because we're doing exactly the same lessons for each of the kids of El Sistema Greece, and because it is only um, collective music making, we see that the, the, the first reaction that kids have or families have that this kid is different from me, this kid doesn't have the same um, habits of me, it, it breaks completely the first second that we hear a sound. Because by making music together, you need to watch each other, you need to hear each other, you need to feel the, 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 the collective that yeah. is breathing all together. So it's not about playing louder or playing differently one from the other. It's really about blending a sound and making sure that, uh, that you are on the same, on the same lane, on, on the same line, on the same note. And for that, you have to forget everything that you have learned in your life. So you are arriving fresh, completely virgin to any kind of uh, out um, uh, influence. And you are there for a common purpose that is doing a concert or a music or whatever it is. And for me, it's very important because I can see and it's very visible that refugees in particular are always shown in the world as a threat to our society. They are disruptive, the, um, disrupting the, the, the existing um, uh, balances between the society. And when they come to a music class, they might be seen as also very disrupting the, the, the class. So what we do is that by creating, by being creative, by being providing this music to everyone, people realize inside the orchestra from the kids, but also in the audience that these children can be not seen as a threat to the society, but an added value because they're really adding their music, their personality and everything. And this has been an amazing journey for me to see that from the very, very first second that the music has been played in the music until the concert, it's the change of mentalities for the kids, for the families, for the audience, that they don't care about who is playing on stage it's one big element and everyone is valued the same. So for me, this kind of local reality that after the concert, they are clapped the same way. They are um, they're really, they're really judged as the same as any kind of uh, kid that is on stage. And for me, this is very important. This is a local um, um, impact. And for me, it's very visible. Now, if I want to speak about the global um, impact, I can say that we are, partnering with the Museum for the United Nations. The Museum for the United Nations, it's called also UN Live. It's a museum that is um, um, uh, promoting the values of the United Nations. Solidarity, self-esteem, all the SDGs. And there is a program that is called My Body, My Planet that is trying to change the behaviors of the people and corporations in terms of climate change using the arts or an art form. And they have five programs around the world. Um, I can tell you that, uh, for example, in Brazil, there is a program with fashion and the fashion industry and climate change. And they use the fashion because it's very important in Brazil. And through fashion, they try to change hundreds of millions of people um, 
um, uh, behavior and mentalities because this is the way that they can, they can approach through mass culture and it has very tangible results today so local impact global impact and everything is linked around the community arts network that's amazing that's amazing and you know clearly there is a vision which um um it's step by step you know you can't uh, expect things to sort of you know the whole change to happen uh, within a year or two years it will take time but i think the more awareness there is about the community arts network the more um you know the more involvement there is from the different um communities and the different art forms all across the globe i think you know it it's 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 time and time is always um uh, always helping in kind of bringing about this change so it's slow but steady and i think it's an incredible um idea and um you know and and like i'm really pleased that um you you're already starting to see the change um and i'm sure there's going to be a lot more there so yeah anything else that you would like to share before we kind of um you know close the the conversation about your your opinion on you know what you've already talked about the community arts network and how people can um can become a part of it but you know anything else that you'd like to share about your um you know your main focus which is music and how people uh, you know any ideas of how people should uh, not get disheartened if you know if things are not happening the way they they wanted to uh, and you know how to take it further um how the young people you know how it can bring about change even within the young people who are so restless who are so um in a hurry you know for things to happen um it would be interesting to get some perspectives from you on that it's um it, it's a very complex world and a very difficult world and today when you are a young person it's very disheartening to see the status of the world because of the climate change because of war because of dividedness because of all these very bad things that are happening to you that are very visible and I really believe that if we integrate more arts in our society, we can speak to hearts and minds, we can change the narrative, and we can go from this very bad, vicious circle of losing things to something that is very positive. And I think that we can really change, um, we can change the world with the arts, not only with the arts, but also with the arts. Um, I think that uh, we have to be realistically ambitious. Ambitious because there is a way to change or to shift this world to something that is more connected, more humane, more just as a society. But at the same time, we have to be realistic because we're not alone in this world and we have to work in collaboration. Um, so far, I'm, I'm always very interested in, in, in data, in science. And today there is a big gap between the information that we receive and the knowledge or the understanding of what it is and i think that art is really this kind of bridging the gap 
between very hard science and data. And if we take again the climate change example, the data has been there for the past decades, at least. And we know that we are, we are going to hit a wall. But I think that really through this nature positive reality and narrative, we can really start to change a few things. The last thing I wanted to say is that um, everybody is, is really um, invited to join the network. And we have six different focus areas. We call them the Art4 series. And in this Art4 series, it's very interesting how it is interconnected as well. We have Art4 education. We believe that we can do more with arts in education, but also arts for education, how everybody as a mathematics teacher or, the, or a French teacher or music teacher can integrate an artful approach. It's not necessarily about the arts, but it's the, it's the know-how, how you can really motivate more kids to learn differently. We have art for climate that I was talking a lot um, in this uh, conversation. We also have art for hope and how you overcome dividedness, how you build communities all together. You have art for business and how you can integrate another kind of economy in the world and talk to corporations, talk to big um, business leaders for them to understand that they have a responsibility in this world. We also have arts for democracy, which is very, very important today with this um, concept of living together, but also, um, well, basically how you can use the arts to um, learn from the past and build a new human society. Yeah. And the last one um, is um, uh, art for well-being. And I want to finish by art for well-being because I really believe that in this world where we are so connected, and again, we are here today connecting by, by Zoom and, and having all these wonderful opportunities. But these windows, this world of windows is something that should be an addition to an in-person and a more connected world. And whenever we have this kind of uh, get together, we should have an icebreaker with the art. We should have some kind of moments where we reflect, gratefulness moment, mindfulness moments. And I think that art is a good example of how we can connect and how we can be all together better. So the well-being for me is completely interdependent with arts. And now I just came back from a big summit in Spain for the well-being summit for social change. And it was amazing to see that everybody really agrees that arts has this central position. And as the managing director of, of the community arts network, I will make sure that arts is always, always, always at the center of everything that we do. Fantastic. <laughs> On that note, I think, you know, it's, it's the perfect time to say thank you. And I really, really enjoyed listening to you. Um, and, you know, good luck with, um, I mean, you've, you've already accomplished so much, but um, it's a continuous journey. And, and I'm sure it's going to go really far for you. So good luck with that. And uh, thank you for, for spending time with with me and chatting with me on Melting Pot. Thank you very much, Payal. It was really my, my pleasure and my honor to be connected with you. And I know that we will continue the conversations and continue more and more and more and more. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you so much, Anise. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
For more weekly conversations, do listen to Melting Pot on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Follow us on YouTube and on Instagram at Podcast Melting Pot. So until the next episode, this is Pyle signing off. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.